Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. New learning Hachzeik Musar Yaimi Pirkei with Rabbeinu Yaina. We begin the fifth Mishnah of the first parak of Pirkei Avos. Says the Mishnah Yosi ben Yechanan is Yushalayim Omer. Yosi ben Yechanan, the man from Yushalayim, he used to say, Your house should be open. Why? And Aniyam should frequent your house. And you should not talk excessively with women. With your own wife. Certainly with wife of your friend. And we'll see what this means, of course. As long as a woman increases the talking with a woman, he causes evil to himself. And so the Rabbi Yonah here begins by explaining what does this mean? What does this mean? It means everyone should have a place, everyone should be comfortable in your house. Another pshat, your house should be open to everyone like the house of Avram Avinu, he lived in a wide open area on the road, so everyone should find that they could come to your house. It's the big signs. Come here. As it says about So two shot and whether it means everyone should be comfortable or whether it means you should set up. Apologies. Something on the keyboard. You should set up your house in a place that everyone sees it and can come and be your guest. Number two, should be members of your household. Says Rabbi two ways of explaining this Mishnah. Number one, if you're going to buy an Evid and support them, you should instead employ Aniyim and give them work. Number one, it's not going to cost as much money. So comes out, you gain and you're doing a mitzvah. This is a big yisoyed. Everything's the biggest side. But we could play this out in real life. We're gonna someone's gonna say, who has who has Avadim nowadays? It's true. But now what we're seeing is if you have an opportunity to do a, to do something, you're hiring a worker, and you could hire a guy, or you could hire an ani, and the ani, you're gonna get a mitzvah and you're gonna gain, because it'll give you a cheaper job. The Mishnah and Avis is teaching you, you have a special reason to use that ani. Pshat number one. Pshat number two, Pier Shach, should be comfortable in your house. They shouldn't be embarrassed. You should always be happy with them. Allow them to have whatever they need in your house. So you should treat Aniyim like the members of your house. And of course, we know stories of all our Gedailim that people would frequent their house. They felt like the children, just like a son would go to the fridge and take out a drink. The Ani would do the same, a high and lofty level, but that's what the Mishnah is teaching us we have to aspire to. And now, you should not increase talking with a woman. Cause you to think of women and thereby not learn enough Torah. But now, the Mishnah continued, your own wife, certainly someone else's wife. And of course, this is difficult. What does it mean? You shouldn't talk excessively with your own wife. So it starts over by quoting the B'Shan and Rashi, who says, obviously, Rav Nassim is a different Gersa. It means, it means when one's wife is a Nida, you shouldn't talk excessively with her. 
her, we know that there's all the dinam of our chakis of anida. You can't joke around with her. You can't touch her. You can't pass things to her. So by an ishta anida, you should be careful. Says Rashi, quoting the officer of Nasan. And certainly, any other woman you shouldn't joke around with and you shouldn't do all these things to any other woman. Why? Because it causes Yitzhahara to increase, etc., etc. What's the kol shekein? Mayim genuvim taku. That what? Stolen waters are more desirous, are more sweet, and therefore you're going to come to do an Avera. That's Pshat of Rashi. Says Rabbeinu Yonavinir Lefarish Kipshutai, I can give you a Pashi Pshat. Amru. It means your own wife. Startling revelation. Don't talk excessively with your own wife. Why? Should not be accustomed to being with her always. You shouldn't be together intimately with your wife all the time. One should not be with his wife for his own enjoyment. Only to be in the mitzvah. And of course, this is a pretty high and lofty level. As he himself explains, that this is as the Gemara and Brachas teach us, that the reason they originally made a Taikana of a Balkari can't learn in the Avon and whatnot was that one shouldn't become a Balkari all the time. One should not be sleeping with his wife excessively. The, uh, like a like a uh, tarnigo, like a chicken, and this is me. Does I preach the veil of Madrigas Elyonis? It brings the high and lofty levels. Because I mean, a preach maybe the day Taira. So, in as much as it sounds like a very high level, we certainly could take out of here nuggets as we always can, and as we've been learning to accustom ourselves, as we've been learning the great Musar Svar and Mesil Sishar and That of course, when we see a high and lofty levels, we take out of it a little bit to us, and we start to realize that if Rabbeinu Yoyin is saying that being excessively with one's life could eventually bring to Avera, we see how incredibly important Gedarim in the area of Arayas are, and that's what he continues to explain. Meaning to say, If you're excessively with women, what happens? You cause the Yitzhahara, which is called Ra, evil, to get great. This person is causing evil to himself. Sometimes we tell our kids, you caused it to yourself. So Hashem, Rabbi Yoyin, is telling us, we're bringing this upon ourselves. You're creating a place. Via the talking excessively with women. Via the hanging out with women. Via the watching, the looking at sights of women, says Rabbi Yoyin. You're causing the Yitzhahara to leech on to you. And increasing more than other people. Even regular people, the Yitzhahara sometimes win. Says Rabbi so if you're going to go and you're going to hang out with women and you're going to talk incessantly with women, you're giving the Yitzhahara the upper hand. But if not, it's not going to happen. And it doesn't happen by itself. So says Rabbeinu Yaina, how incredibly important we have to be. The Yitzhara always has a pretty big upper hand. He's quite a cunning and uh, disastrous fellow. And thereby, when we go, we hang out with women and look and excessively and joke and whatnot, we're giving the Yitzhara more and more and more life to leech on to ourselves. And now what happens next? Why, says Rabbeinu Yaina, a very important line. Sometimes one says, what's the big deal? I still learn, I still dive. And says, Rabbi Yaini, you're not being honest. When your heart 
is hanging out with the woman, when your heart is looking at the woman, your mind cannot be entire. There are two thoughts that the mind cannot grasp as one. And finally, what happens? Rahman al says, one eventually comes to say, once he is brazen enough to converse with woman, he eventually does the same, and he goes to the depths of Gehenim. And this really just explains, unfortunately, all the scandals of the world that were unfortunately perhaps numb to. Where does it come from? We wonder how could it be? How could it be? And the answer is when you're marbesicha, when you increase one's uh, conversation and one's interactions with women, what happens is it slowly seeps in, it slowly grabs hold, and it slowly causes one to be pulled down into sin. Death will remove a person from life in this temporary world. It's worse than death. When you die, you just die from this world, but the woman can make, cause you to die from both worlds. That's what it means. Bitter from death, something that we have to be extremely careful about. And of course, the chizik that we have to take in our world of technology and of the, and the availability of both excessive talk, excessive sight, excessive everything with women, we have to be careful. It's saying that it's marmi maves, incredible words, more bitter than death. And we conclude, Hashem Mitsuda Macharam and Liba says, A woman is a snare, her heart is a net. When you look at a woman, what happens? He becomes ensnared in her tent, in Asherhi Mitsaida, which is her, which is her uh, trap. And he can't escape. A person sees what his heart desires. And that moment, at the moment of temptation, at the moment when the trap is ensnaring you, you can't see clearly. You can't see what will happen. Everyone says, I'm not going to see, and I'm greater than that. I'm not going to fall. But when you fall, when you're in the snare, when you're in the trap, you're blinded. You can't see what's going to happen. At the end of the time, as a python says, the foolish dove goes in the desert. She sees the food, but not the trap. It walks straight into the trap. And the more that we're around women and we talk to women and we avail ourselves to women, says we're this blind and foolish dove walking around and slowly or quickly falling into the trap. Her heart is an ad. When she desires a man in her heart, it's impossible that she's not going to eventually sin with him. Even if he doesn't really desire her, because his bad fortune causes her to desire him, and she's going to slowly succor him. And finally, her arms are chained. For if she holds it, him in her arms, he's that it, he's in jail. He has no hope. He is pleasing to Hashem, escapes, but the sinner, the chayte, is caught by her. I guess we could all hope that we're in that boat, but we still have to be most careful, but Hashem will eventually guard and not prepare them. What's the chayte? And with these incredible words, we conclude. The chayte is he sheinoi mischrachik. He doesn't stay far away. Midrachim run from these evil ways. They leave by shalim. His heart is not perfect. Misdamin love inyan kazes. So what's the answer? The answer is mischrachik. 
to stay far and far away and thereby hopefully be able to stay clean from the snares of the Yitzhahara. We'll pick it up from the sixth Mishnah the next year. Bisiyato Bishmayo. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.